Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of User Wars Podcast. This is episode one of two, where we're talking about the Nashville shooting. In this episode, we're going to be talking more along the lines of just information about the Nashville shooting. Episode two, part two, which will come out next week. We'll talk about more about like what we can do about it, statistics and that sort of fun stuff, and uh, just policy and data regarding that. So thank you for joining us this week. I know it's not our normal thing that we cover and our normal topic, and this actually is an out-of-band episode for us, but we thought it was important enough to talk about to do and handle uh, in these next coming weeks because it is kind of a big conversation that is a part of the national thing and will be things that will be talked about around the water cooler. So enjoy. This is a out-of-band episode of User Words Podcast. Uh, when I say out-of-band, what I mean is normally we batch and do a bunch of episodes simultaneously together all at once. So that way, Aaron is like, oh, I don't have to do anything for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like not doing anything. And that's fine, but Aaron was like, you know what? This is a big enough thing to talk about and bring up that... Let's do an out of band. Let's do an extra one before we go do something else to later on tonight. So I was like, you know what? Cool bet. Let's do it. Let me uh, grab all my equipment, bring it down from uh, my place, and set it up for one hour of recording. <laughs> or so <laughs> let's see. Well, how- granted, it's just gonna be one hour. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Why do you say we'll see how that I goes? Don't know. I, I, I don't know. It could think it'd be quick and. Short, but well, short, but I don't know about that. We'll see how I get to rambling, and I don't know what happens. I don't don't know about that if it's going to be short. No, well, no, yeah, not this one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, if you have been living under a rock this past week, this past Monday, down it was Monday, right? Monday, yeah, Yeah. the 27th. Wow, this week just seemed to have gone by so quick for many other reasons. Mm. Uh, but this past Monday down in Nashville, there was a shooting down at a, a Christian school, which is also, it's, it's also a church. So, you know, it's one of those schools that's within a church building. Um, okay. Three students killed, all age nine. Yeah. And three adults killed, the janitor, a substitute teacher, and the I, I head believe mistress. like the headmistress. Yes. Yeah. Um, so six people total were killed in another senseless well, act of violence. And immediately right after everything occurred, the same, I guess you could say the same conversation happened yet again. The same conversation being that of, we need to ban the guns. Ban. We need to do these that, you know, they go, well, we need to enact uh gun reform and, uh, David Hogg goes, we need to pass all Massachusetts. I, Massachusetts. Can't, I, I can't say that. Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. whatever. That, yeah. That, that state that starts with an M-A-S. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, David Hogg's like, we have to make those laws federal uh, to because in his, th- his claim is that then there won't be any gun violence anymore if you do that. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, sure. Incorrect. Sure, David, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Go go back to your classes and study and graduate <laughs> from Harvard. I, I would just say actually go in the go get some street smarts instead of book smarts. But well, yeah, you 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 tried saying that to David Hogg and he'll be like, "Well, I'm the smartest man alive because incorrect." <laughs> yeah, 
anyways. But yeah, <sighs> that the shooting that happened down in Nashville was it was rough. It was really just terrible. Why why was it rough and terrible that you would say? Well, just the fact that it's I mean, more kids were killed and like even Oh, it's one of those things where it's obviously it's always terrible seeing or hearing about kids being killed Mm -hmm. in a situation like this. Because, I mean, obviously, before this, we had, well, I guess, was that the only one before this or has there been more? Oh, shoot. I don't know. What, shootings this year? the Uvalde. No, I'm just talking like for a school shooting. Oh, for school shootings. Yeah. Um, At least. That had to do with young kids. I don't know. Was there? Yeah, Valdi was the last like big one big that made one. that made news. Big, there have been well, yeah. there have been some others since then as well. Since, but yeah, I thought there had been, but nothing on that level. Um, which yeah, there could be a lot to get into, even with just looking at those these those two examples for the shootings with Nashville and Uvalde. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's, I mean, you'd always hope that a school was a safe place for the kids to go to. Of course, that's what we all would want, you would think. But uh, it's also an easy target. And this is where, I don't know, I had seen, I wish I I couldn't find where I found this post or whatever. Because it was another, it was a thing where, uh, I think it was where Biden had one of his tweets, something about, you know, it's time to ban, do his assault weapon ban and all that. Mm-hmm. And there was like some link in there where it was just talking about a bunch of stuff. And one of the comments that stuck out to me was they don't want to turn schools into like a prison ordeal. Okay. So I've always wondered why would now this is with saying like if you put security and armed guards at a school, why does that turn it into a prison? Is my question automatically, right? So the yeah, and I had this discussion with someone as well, and it, it becomes a very hyperbolic thing because they go, well, now they're seeing armed guards. These kids are going to school and they're seeing armed guards. They're like, oh, it's a prison now. Yeah, you know, with the whole school thing, I my approach has been, and this is my statement. This is my stance. This is what I've said since even before Uvalde and all that, and even with this. Locked doors mm-hmm. that, you know, you can't come in unless you're buzzed in or mm-hmm. you're somehow let in. But at those locked doors as well, an armed security person, mm-hmm. whether that's retired military, retired police, someone who has gone through defensive shooting training and it's willing to right. do- donate time or they're paid, someone right. there. Mm-hmm. So it's not just free door. Oh, look, they were able to walk in and they were able to bypass that magic sign that just sits there that says gun-free zone. Yeah. Because that magic gun-free zone sign is going to protect everyone inside that building. Nope. I was listening to an episode from Matt Christensen this morning, mm-hmm. and he was going over some different people doing data studies, right? And since, I forget exactly what year, it was like the 70s or the 80s, somewhere in there, okay? When they start keeping track of this, one group said 94% of all mass shootings occurred in a gun-free zone. Another group said, oh, it's 86, not 94. Okay, we're similar. 
And then every okay. time USA comes in and says, oh no, it's only, te- it's 10%. But here's how every, every okay, time how USA they, gets yeah. to their number. They include houses, your residence. As, as supposed to be a gun-free free zone. zone. So they include those places as gun-free zones. So that way, what's happening then is, <laughs> I know, I know, I get it. Um, oh my gosh. So that l- obviously lowers that number a ton. Why, hence why their same results is 10%, not... 80 to 90%. Exactly. Oh my gosh. It's just how you manipulate the numbers, which... Yeah, so depending on how those studies were done depends on the numbers you get. Now, obviously mm-hmm. that 94-96% one, that that really fits my confirmation bias, so I have to be really careful with just going with a study that shows my confirmation bias on everything. Right. That being said, 86 to 94%, I can actually believe that. Yeah. Because, okay. Yeah. There is that magic sign, the magic sign out sitting outside my work. I think, oh. did I send you a picture of the one that's sitting outside my work? I don't know. Okay. Maybe you'll have to if you have. Yeah. So there's, there's the magic gun free sign sitting yeah. outside of my work. And it is. At, it's on the glass of the entrance to my building. Uh-huh. I'm going to pull it up here on my computer oh, right now. Boom. So it says, please use revolving doors, no smoking, Northwestern Mutual. As occupants of these premises, prohibits carrying firearms or other weapons beyond this point. This point being the entryway to the thing. Yep. To the building. building. Okay. Yeah. That magic sign is supposed to protect me inside my office. That magic sign is supposed to protect our kids in the schools. That <laughs> magic sign is supposed to protect everyone when they're at a place that is weapon-free, gun-free, and all that. Yeah. It doesn't, obviously. It, it doesn't. <laughs> and you know how I know it? You know how I know it doesn't? Because it's happened. <laughs> well, no, no. Yes. Well, duh. It's happened, okay? Thank you for making right. my point. But also at the same time, so for example, my work, and you know what? I am... I don't care because I know Northwestern Mutual monitors every employee's social media for what they say. And people can report <laughs> conversations that you have with them one-on-one to Northwestern Mutual and can get you fired. I don't care. I'm done with that crap right now. Well, Paul's fired. <laughs> <laughs> so be it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> th- th- this is... This is getting to be too big of an important issue in yeah. the country and everything that I don't care. Well, the, here's the thing. Okay, so they have this magic sign at the entranceway, right? And then inside, they have security people and all that. Yeah. Well, so at least some people have some something. I don't know. What do they have? Do they just, I don't know. I, they're, they're armed security in that, right? Okay. But here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. I throw in a nice coat. Oh. <laughs> and if I'm, if I've, we had my holster in and concealed. No one would notice. Because guess what? There's no other security measures other than this magic sign. Yeah. Right. And which that actually does surprise me. Like, I mean, I would imagine for them being, I don't know, I guess as big of a company as they are, at least how, I mean, they're huge. So th- there's other things too. Like they have, I mean, how so, do they not have metal detectors? <laughs> there's no metal detectors, <laughs> right? Surprising. The security could just kind of look at you. And like, I've, I, anytime I go to work, I leave my gun in the car. I am a good employee. I follow the law. Because in Wisconsin laws, these signs are enforced. Right. Okay. So I, I, I follow the law. I do what I'm supposed to do. I leave my gun in the car. But I wear my holster still. Because I've actually gotten 
so used to just wearing it all the time that you, yeah. I wear it. Never even bat an eye at me. I think I had, let me rephrase that. I had one person one time, one security guard one time, kind of just like give me the side eye. And all I did was I lifted my shirt a little bit and showed it was fine. But you know what I had was while I was going in? What? I had my USCCA bag attached to my backpack. I could have easily held had my had gun in there. in there, right. Or yeah. had my gun in two parts between my backpack and that. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, unless you're getting... Unless you're going through some sort of metal detector or a oh, no. thorough pat down. Oh, no. Now, here's the other thing. Yeah. My employee ID card, right. which you need, you need to scan to get into the office, right? Okay. Guess what? There's no photo on it. I could give you my ID card. I could just go in. You hey, could go I'm, in. No one would know the difference. Well, I guess. Unless no, you got okay. to my floor. Unless I get to your floor. Okay. But here's the thing. They don't check the name while you're scanning it. They just, you just scan it. You and, get the green light and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, I could be Paul DeArmond for a, for a little while. Which I'm like, why? Hey, this is, this is. That's kind of dumb. Okay. It's kind of dumb. So in all honesty, I don't even feel safe going into my work for the longest time. And then yeah. this stuff continues to happen. I'm like. Doesn't make it any easier. No, <laughs> it doesn't. And that's why I'm kind of like, well, thank you, new boss. that says, you know what? You don't have to come into the office ever. Guess what? I might take him up on I'm that I'm not offer. coming <laughs> into the office then. And you know, because yeah. it, it used to be a couple years ago, I still felt kind of safe wherever I went. A couple okay. years ago. A couple okay. years ago. But this last like year and a half and that since COVID has stopped, it's gotten to the point of craziness where I'm like, I don't. Mm often feel safe going around places right and that's why i did start conceal carrying because it got to the point where i was like no Getting nervous i don't like this mm-hmm. and the fact that we subject our kids to this every single time where we're like anytime someone goes well maybe we should put some armed guards or some armed volunteers or you know something to protect our kids oh no you can't have more guns the answer is to take away all the guns. <laughs> was it the, the Jamal Bowman? More guns equal more death. I don't even know what idiot said that. <laughs> there have been so many that have said these. Oh, there's a ton that have said that. But yeah, that was the thing with, uh, I don't know if you haven't seen it, which I'd be surprised if you hadn't, but it was like Jamal Bowman, as like Congress people are like leaving outside the building, he's just like yelling, I'm you cowards and stuff like that. Just being for, you know, the Second Amendment and, you know, I guess still wanting to have guns in the country. And he's like, these are taking our children's lives. And I mean, there's so that's another thing that kind of bugs me. No, and I guess I don't have my source of reference up, but uh, it's the whole thing with, they say that guns are the number one cause of children's deaths. Now they've said that for a while, at least, but it's, they're saying that the age range is from, I, I don't know. Like, is it newborn to like 19 years old? Okay. And that's children, I guess, even though you're an adult legally at 18. But, uh, now my question on that then is this, are they counting suicides in there? <gasps> Probably. I guess. Yeah. I would imagine they would be. Cause I mean, that would help the number, <laughs> I suppose. Um, but then you also think about all like the, in which, I mean, it's always brought up in a, I guess, discussion, but it's like the whole gang violence thing and stuff. Like there's quite a lot of kids 
involved, especially in the I don't, the more poverty stricken cities and whatnot. All right, so Uh-oh. I I pulled yeah. this up here. This was from the study they're referencing. It was a 2016 study uh, done by the New England Journal of Medicine. So they say the 10 leading causes of child adolescent death in the United States in 2016 in order of frequency. So the number of deaths they they studied uh, 2016 was 20,360 total. Uh, Okay, so that's how many, you know, children have died. died. And and their study, and the reason I say this is the study is because it's uh, 1 to 19 years of age. One to nineteen. Yeah. Okay. We're not talking newborn zero. We're talking one to nineteen. One. Okay. Well. Okay. okay. I know. Still. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, injury related causes, twelve thousand three hundred thirty six, or sixty percent. Motor vehicle crashes, four thousand seventy four, or twenty percent. Firearm related injury. Now. To be fair to them, they did break it up between homicide and suicide, but they grant they made it overall 15.4%. Right. But if you notice and look in the data as it's broken down. Suicide is pretty freaking high up there. Suicide. Let's do some math here. Um, 1,102, which is still quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, in a year. Of the 3,143 firearm-related deaths, uh, 35% are via suicide, which kind of tracks with national averages, honestly, sadly. Uh, undetermined intent, 50, unintentional, 126, and homicide, 1,865. So first off, not even number two, it's number three, and then you break it out for homicide, suicide. It, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I, honestly, to be fair, I think each of those firearm related homicide should and suicide unintentional and unintended undetermined should be broken out into their own categories, categories. shouldn't um try to bre- break it into one but i see why but so it's rate per hundred thousand with the 95 percent confidence interval uh 4.02 so and that's why they have in parentheses in the study 3.88 to 4.16 that that covers your confidence intervals so that's saying about four children per hundred thousand die from firearm-related injuries, and about one point four one. So that can say you know one point four children uh, due to suicide per hundred thousand. Jeez. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So is it number two? No, but it's still well, it's still up there. It's up there. But when they're going, they're talking about it's like it's it's the leading cause. It's like it's not the leading cause. No, unfortunately not. We still have way more things here, like motor vehicle crashes. So I guess you know, um, if it saves on life, Aaron, let's ban cars. Yeah, we'll have to walk. Yeah, to work. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm only an hour away. And then these for a walk. And then and, and obviously I'm putting myself in that same category, you know. But us overweight kids will, you know, fall over dead from a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one thing caused will be it's walking. Be... <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, obesity. Wally finally kicks up. Wally becomes our future. We're all riding around oh, and hover rounds. I mean, I'm I'm getting there. I'm working my way towards it. Shoot. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, but that's why I said, you know. 
I'm done with all these people going, well, let's ban guns. Let's do this. Let's do this. You know what? No, L- let's, let's put guards and protect the things that are important. Yeah. Our, yeah. our, our politicians. They get guns. Well, the security around them gets guns. Yeah, exactly. Uh, including, you know, all, down in Illinois, down in Michigan, you know, all, all the, all the, all, hate it. all the politicians that say, you know, no to guns, no to guns, bad guns, but all of a sudden, oh, guns are good when they protect us, uh-huh. you know? Well, I mean, that was, was in the back of my mind. I was just thinking, I was like, all right. I was like, cause didn't Hunter illegally get guns on his own? Oh, Hunter Biden. Yeah. I, or was I, it, I can't remember I, if it was I, illegal or not. Even if, okay, so let's, it's, it wasn't illegally done. If that's the case, I don't know. Don't know. Don't care at the moment. If Biden wants a gun ban, he and his family can be the first to give him up. Then that might have a better say in other people doing it. Is it going to happen? No, (laughs) but, um, wait, okay. So wait, yeah. So what is this? Uh, Oh, okay. I'll let you look at that yeah but, continue on um it's yeah you just think of all the well one yeah buildings and events that are guarded with people with guns and it's like okay so what's the difference of kids going into these areas and knowing seeing that versus having them at school i mean you would think if you want them to be safe you'll have something that can protect them the most well in the you know i guess most efficient way if needed Right. I, when's the last time you've gone to a concert or gone to an airport oh, or gosh, gone airport to, never. you know, a secure location and you weren't subject to screening? You weren't subject to guards outside. You weren't subject to this. Getting a search. Yeah. Because guess why? <laughs> They're protecting the place. Right. Now, some people, <laughs> there's definitely times where it's, it, I, I went to a concert recently and uh, it was interesting because they had, and I, I don't know, there was three uh, people like that had the wand and they're, you know, sc- you know, screening you or whatever. And then the far side, there was this like gal was, yeah, she was probably about up to my shoulders in height. She was a smaller little thing. Um, but then she's like, and she didn't get a wand to like i don't wave around the people so she was doing pat downs and i felt so bad because like i just like as everyone's storming towards one line they're like ah there's more other lines to go to so i went out to the farthest one because i was the least gone to one and then she's like do you mind if i pat you down i was like oh dang i was like (laughs) i was like no i don't but i'm like thinking for her i was like gosh this could be very uncomfortable for her shoot and like the pat down that i got was not that like I don't know. It wasn't that. She's a trained professional. Uh-huh. She, yeah. She's used to, it. like, I, I told you about my experience at August, or Christmas Burns Red, where I was like, dude, you better, oh, take, you, me yeah. you better take me out to dinner. But I'm okay with that to a degree. <laughs> okay. That's, that's okay. the thing. It's like people will go to extreme lengths to get stuff through. So if you're not, like, thorough. Now, obviously, do you need to be, like, grabbing and you know squeezing oh, yeah that's what he was doing to me that's what i was like dude was squeeze well squeezing not, not like tightly squeezing what one not not but tightly uh, okay. but lightly he, he like was, 
He yeah, was okay. he was under carriage and squeezing. I was like, dude, oh, man. what the heck? That's what dude. I said. Buy me dinner first. That's not right. <laughs> what you're doing here? Uh, I guess. And for me, it's like I could care less about it happening to a guy now. If it's a now, well, I guess a guy doing that to a guy. I yeah. guess I generally would not care now if it was a guy searching a girl. That would bring issues to me. So it's you should have females. Well, and that's why it's strictly like, enforced, or like that's why they do that at airports. You yeah. know, but you know, t- you know, someone if they were dedicated, they wanted to get in, then they like they saw the pat down line, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no wand, cool, no male detection, right? Okay, this is going to sound horrible. Um, yeah. there are orifices that they could use to store the gun in temporarily. Oh, for yeah, depending on what gun they want to bring out. Yeah. Bring in a small nine mil. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be uncomfortable, oh, but they'd but get through. You could do it. You could do it. Yeah. So that's why I, in those instances, you know what would be the best deterrent to someone doing something stupid like that? Knowing that there, there's the possibility oh, of someone in there who is armed and caring mm-hmm. and who has the capability to stop them. Yeah. Yeah. The shooter in Nashville, the police said they had other targets picked out, but they did not go with those other targets. Why? Guns. Because they had guards. They had defensive capabilities there. They had security. Mm-hmm. They had deterrence. Okay. Yeah. Now, as of the recording, the manifesto has not been released. They did say once the FBI has finished analyzing the manifesto, they will be releasing it. Really? I guess I'll believe it when I see it, but yeah. Okay. That's what they're saying. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And all of a sudden, as soon as that happened, a bunch of uh, uh, pro LGBT groups were like, no, do not release the manifesto. Hmm. Because they're scared. What they're scared of is that it'll demonize them. It'll demonize the transgender community. Mm-hmm. That that's a whole other conversation with that whole craziness in there, um, right? Especially because even in the news, there, and this is what what's interesting is I've noticed anytime that something something happens, like someone um, transitions, right? If someone refers to them by their dead name, do you know what a dead name is? I guess I understand. If I, if, if you, is their old name, I'm guessing. Yeah. What, You're using their old name, their old name, what they were previous to their transition. Right. Okay. All right. So that naming them. Right. I did understand. Okay. That. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Anyways. So anytime something like that happens and someone, you know, in the news, especially, or even in private dead name, someone, you know, I'm using their terminology to make it easy for people in general to understand these things. What happens is that people will often go, well, that is mean. You should never dead name a person, blah, blah, blah. Right. Guess what? Every news article I'm seeing says their <laughs> their pre-transition name. Yeah, yeah, actually. And all the news is going her, she. Most of it, yeah. And I'm like, absolutely interesting. Something else that was interesting about this: um, how many mass shootings have in the United States? Oh, have been committed by females? Not. Uh, it's very few. She was number what? Oh. Oh, I don't want to say. 
want to say nine or ten, but not even. I don't know. What is it? Is your guess nine or ten? Yeah, five. Five. Oh my gosh! She was number I five it was... in the U.S. according to most studies. Oh, again, def- depend- depending how you define mm-hmm. mass shooting is is the problem okay. that we come up with. That's why I said most studies. So most places that def- how they define mass shootings. Was she's it three or more? Yeah. Number five. She's number five in the U.S. Wow. Wow. Which is really, it is really rare that there's a female mass shooter. But now, she is a former student of the school that she shot up. Mm-hmm. She was on the basketball team there previously. Oh, okay. Um, I did read some stuff that apparently that, I shouldn't laugh at that, that team of basketball players that she was on like they've had some really rough luck like a number of them have died before they turned 30 oh wow Um, you know she was what 27 28 something like that i forget i forget the exact age when she did this and i don't know if you noticed or read this she actually sent a message on instagram to another one of her buddies that was on the basketball team actually no, our basketball player. Oh, okay. And basically saying, "I'm going to die today." Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was. Granted, we don't have. I guess I don't. Know, maybe that is the full conversation that has been. It's shown. That's what's been shown to the public. Uh, right. The, the conversation itself. The person immediately turned those texts over to the FBI. After what happened? After the or? shooting. Yeah. That's that was one because there wasn't any context in there like oh I'm gonna go shoot up a school Just, no see I I'm gonna die today yeah I, if I got that text I would hope to think that I would <sighs> that's I guess that is tough because well, like my first thought I was like would you not want to notify anybody if somebody's saying this to you in a text message especially when they said that you'll probably hear about me on the news. Oh, I didn't get that part. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was that. part of the text messages. Okay. You'll probably see me on the news or something to that degree. Yeah. At that point, it's like, all right. Like, you're planning something big. So it's. it's <sighs> see, what's yeah. funny is, you know, people talk about sometimes how, like, the ATF or FBI will come up to their house if they purchase X number of guns in so many days. She purchased seven firearms about. Over from five different stores. What? She, I didn't realize she got that many. She well, had that how with one what time period? They didn't give. I wasn't able to find the time period, but still, that that's relatively short amount of time, you know. Here and what she had three of them with her. She didn't use the pistol braced weapon to shoot, but she had it on her. She had it with her at on her. She had just another pistol that. Mm-hmm. I I don't know, I'm guessing she didn't use. Yeah, I free, so she had the three. She yeah, the other one being was and <laughs> uh, it was funny because as soon as I started like searching up what gun it was thought to be, it came up right away in the Google search. But it was like the Keltec Sub Two Thousand or something like that. Yep, um, being a nine millimeter like carbine, carbine, whatever rifle. So, yeah, I figured that was the main one to be used. 
in in this shooting. Yep, and um, thankfully, now the police officers that got there, they got there in relatively quick time frame. But once yeah. they arrived, they were. It they, was like four minutes, and then they had her down. It was yeah. Wasn't it like done from from the time of the call? It wasn't only about like 13 minutes when everything was said and done. Or I think it was 13 minutes for them to get on the scene. I thought it was all done in like 13 to 14 minutes. Well, you know what? There's a thing. There's a thing called the internet where we can double check and make sure. Um, I do remember seeing, of course I was, I was watching, uh, the Crowder with the louder. Can say louder with Crowder. <laughs> I just like saying things backwards. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, they did like a side by side comparison with Uvalde versus this one. And I mean, yeah, this the one in Nashville was done. And I wanna say the one in Uvalde, I mean, that took almost like a half hour. It took I think it took longer than that. Okay, maybe they just stopped at like 24 minutes because, yeah. I mean, the other one had already been done for some time yet. Oh, yeah, because like, once they arrived on the scene, it took them three minutes to get the shooter in Nashville. Yeah. The one thing I can't, is, that is, I can't find right off the top here is how long it took them to get there, but I thought it was around 13, 14 minutes okay. for them to get to the school, but once they're on the actual premise of the school grounds... Minutes. It was minutes. And I I wouldn't recommend unless you're not squeamish. If you're squeamish, do not watch the video. Uh the video is out there, the body cam footage of the For, police of officers. Both. Yeah. Well, the there was two that I had seen. Yeah. Uh Warrior Poet Society did a breakdown of it. Okay. And they actually, you know, and, and this is a guy who was in the military in that before. And so he actually said, all right, here, here's the breakdown of how uh, he, and he scored them like, that was good. Oh, that was a bad move. You oh, know, no. like yeah. how they were going through. Okay. But he did say, you know, when it's an active shooter, he goes, it's the morality over the tacticalness. In other words, the morality mm-hmm. of getting the shooter quickly, you're kind of outweighs. You can, you can be a little more sloppy and not as tactical as you would be in a non-active shooter situation. Right. And and he goes through and he goes, I wouldn't do that. But he goes, but I understand because they're in the middle of this, why they did that. So I will link that in the video, uh, in the description as well in the notes, if you want to see that breakdown video of them talking about that in there. Yeah. Unless you're, um, no, cause yeah, with the, with the, with the videos that I saw, at least they had, um, they blurred out the people that were killed, uh, in the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, which I only saw two being, uh, odd Audrey, Aiden, Audrey. And then I, I don't know if it was a kid or a teacher, but I remember that's the, <laughs> that's the one that really, I don't know, got my stomach sinking a little bit was as they were going by, you just saw this dead person on the ground. I was just like, so it, at least again, like I said, for me, and I'm sure it's probably that way in all, I would hope all of the footage 
well, where it's blurred, blurred out. out. Yeah, I would hope so, but uh, yeah, and it was probably blurred out by the police department, uh, just because of the fact that, yeah, I, and like Warrior Pro- Poets aside, they didn't even show the blurred out stuff because that would actually get them potential strikes from YouTube. So I was like, yeah, that's how that goes sometimes, and it, it just blows my mind the difference between Uvalde and the Nashville Police Department, where they didn't even like stop to you know think a lot of times like where we saw with the uvalde where they just sat outside for a minute trying to regroup and trying to strategize and all this stuff and then all of a sudden nashville they're like nope we're just going in that's it no boom yeah and you know it's come out in the news some like a teacher said well we might have had a teacher or two maybe carrying but they didn't know if they were on the grounds they didn't know where they you know if they were present at the time or not so it's like for I'm sorry for which one the, for the Nashville Nashville yeah for Nashville oh. but again the police go well we don't know what the stats and who these people were or where they were so they're like not commenting but at the same time here's the difference if it's one or two teachers that are somewhere guess what that doesn't help if they're not at the doors guarding the doors preventing the people from getting in in the first place the fact that they were able to enter the school the doors right that's the yeah the doors weren't even locked that they were able to just walk in oh. like that. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. And what I learned so recently, some states, so Wisconsin isn't one of these states, but some states, churches, you have to get permission from the pastor to carry in a church in some states. Oh. Wisconsin's not one of those states. (laughs) Whoa. Well, it's good to know that. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I was like, huh, interesting. That's good to know for future reference on various states on what state to and not to go to <laughs> right and what state to Ooh. live in and not live in potentially well yeah i guess or i could, it could come down more to what church to go to or not go to but because it would depend on the pastor at that point yeah but man wow that's interesting i i guess i had i had i have thought of that before i was like do I have to talk to pastor about, you know, Hey, carry at church. Does that, does that bother you sort of thing? I was like, well, I guess if you don't know, it don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, and obviously, but now knowing pastor, I was like, he's not going to care. Yeah. exactly. But yeah, that's, that's only because I've known him for quite some time now, but yeah. But right. So right at like, like I said, right after this shooting occurred, you heard the call for, you know, conf- I've, oh, yeah. heard, I've heard confiscating guns. I've heard gun assault restrictions. Ban, um, assault weapon ban. Assault weapon ban. Large magazine ban. <laughs> and the the crazy thing with that one is there's no definition of what a large magazine is. Right. I say right now, I'd say it's probably the whole over 10. Oh, no. I've heard but, down to eight. Yeah. That's the thing. It it is just going to keep getting shorter and shorter, and that's yeah. For I don't know. I've thought of that. Like, what is a reasonable amount of rounds to have? Uh huh. Same time. It's what does it matter? <laughs> okay, I find that funny. I find that funny that you say that as the other night on. You're like, look at this. I got an extended mag. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, for a game, yeah, it's perfect. No, you did you get an extended? Oh yes, 
No, yeah. No, from <laughs> that's the thing. It's that's what I'm talking about. Not in the game. As we were talking, I was thinking yes. back. You could just I go like got from yeah, for myself. Well, and that's the thing where it's at first you can ask that question, be like, Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, how many runs do you need to have on you? Whatever. It's like that shouldn't matter because the people that are gonna be using guns against you, as long as you're not a criminal and this other person's a criminal, they're gonna have whatever the heck they can get. And they're not necessarily going to have, well, I guess, restrict themselves to what we're allowed to get as law-abiding citizens if they can get their hands on it. Right. Which, better, but you better believe they'll be able to. Um, especially, I guess, the right criminals, I suppose. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so a, what? As we're t- talking about this, this made me think of something Joe Biden said. My, my, my legislation says there can be no more than eight bullets in a round, okay? <laughs> this is prime <laughs> example on how these people don't know what they're talking about. This, it, this was back in October of last year. Oh, my gosh. Less than eight bullets. Of eight. A bullet is one round, buddy. Yeah, no more than eight bullets in a round, Aaron. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless the only way you could defend that is if you're talking about shotguns and you're talking about like BBs or pellets within a shotgun round. You know that's not what he's talking about. Yeah, of course. He's it's talking not. about the deadly assault well, pistol and the assault rifle and everything. But go on. He does talk about, you know, getting a shotgun. That's all you need is to give 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 two blasts of a shotgun. Your you know, your, or, your enemy's done. Or shoot shoot up in the air as they're shoot. approaching, which is illegal. Yeah. So I mean so but we, we're, we're cleared by the president now. Yeah, we I know. Can, we can do Biden that. just encouraged everyone to break the law. Cool. <laughs> He's not going to get any. <laughs> he won't remember it anyways. No. He'd be like, I didn't say that. Well, we got video. Or at least audio. Um, yeah, it's just. One thing I guess that did upset me, though, also with this whole thing. As soon as, and as soon as this shooting went down, of course, that's where, well, and both sides go to is where you'll get Biden saying, I'm calling for the assault weapon ban. Like, come on. It's like, really, is that our focus right now? Like you can't just, I guess, have the time to mourn and grieve and not make some stupid political thing out of it right away. No, and obviously it's not just on him. Cause then obviously the other side will respond. Oh, so quickly for it. Or even advocate this is why, which I agree, this is why we should have either guards at schools or allow teachers to get the training and be able to carry at school. Right. And I'm not saying just every Joe Willy-nilly, who's, who's yeah. on train. Take a gun. Yeah. No. There needs to be some training, some capability, especially if you're going to be like at a school for that. Like, yeah. don't. Unless I get better at my aim, don't let me go to the garden. <laughs> let someone who has better aim do that. Let you do that. Okay. You have better aim than I do. For the yeah, most I got, part. I got to practice, man. So do I. But I'm just saying, for the most part, you have better aim than I do. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Well, it was crazy. Uh, as I got, I had purchased like these bore sights, uh, the uh, the laser bore sights for some of my, my, my guns. Yeah. And I figured I got one for my 1911. Figuring it's, you know, it's got the, the, uh, just the fixed sights on there. And I was like, well, if 
figure it's going to be on like they're just set. So it should be fine. Put it in there aimed. So for at least where the laser is pointing, it's a little to the right and up depending on how close or far the object is. So it always stays just slightly to the right, but it's either like the farther away, the higher it is, the closer you are, the lower it is sort of thing. I was like, Oh, <laughs> it's like, I've got, even, I have to adjust this even son of a, but, uh, so yeah. And that's something now that I'm going to be paying attention to when I go out and, uh, and I guess practice will, nah, that's the thing that for going to a range, it's like, yes, you can work on your aiming, but there's no practicing as far as like, you know, the drawing from the holster yeah. and being able to shoot. Like you can't do, th- well, maybe some ranges do. No, there you, are some ranges around here that you can. Around, oh, around here. Really? Yeah. Okay. You have to come up closer to me, closer to Franklin area. Okay. Uh, but you have to like do some, some uh, like initiation with them. Okay. And, be... once, and once you do it, you get basically like a little stamp that says that you are allowed to draw from your holster and, and shoot. And shoot. On, okay. the, on the range interesting so it, each range is That's different good. right i just always well like yeah the one closest to me i know they don't allow yeah uh, I know. and that might be also rules of the county or oh yeah very well, well could be so there, there's also those possibilities same reason right. why their backstop at this range is able to handle higher powered rifles than that but the county doesn't allow them to yeah it's so stupid Come on. But yeah, with, as far as training goes, like it would be sweet to have better. I don't know. Maybe the other, I just haven't looked far enough for them. Um, but it'd be good to have some actual, like good training while you're moving and stuff, not just stationary. You know where to find that training, right? Online. (laughs) No, seriously. Seriously. You go to the USCCA website. Oh, they'll have stuff for you. I bet. Yeah. Especially if you're a member of USCCA, which, by the way, then they're not sponsoring or anything like that. But if you conceal carry, get it, get a USCCA membership because that insurance is just wonderful. It protects you and it gives you a little peace of mind in case you actually have to draw your firearm to protect yourself or a loved one. Yeah, because people I, will come at you left and right once you use that. I pray that I will never have to draw my firearm, but the way society is going. It may go that way eventually. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, not. if once you're a member of the USCCA, you can go on there and you can look at, uh, first off, um, ranges that are associated with them. So either you get discount or they have special training classes, but then you can also find like different types of training courses. Oh, okay. And where yeah. you, and then where you can go to get them, you know, and it's yeah. not just an online course. It's a, you know, Hey. Okay, to go to like the uh, oh. to like the move like the move and shoot course, right? Right. They'll be like, you have to go do these courses first at one of our ranges, and so they'll okay. they'll have like a you know a fundamentals course, a, a course on like pre- on aim and targeting and all that. And once and once you go through the levels, then you can go and do the actual like the run and gun stuff. Yeah. Okay. See, that's I say I'd like to do that, but as soon as I take five steps, I'm like, okay. I'm not, maybe not yet. <laughs> Cause I am not in the shape to be doing much of any of that kind of stuff, but it would be sweet. And that's, I don't know. Yeah. I, I gotten so into like all the gun tubers and stuff like that. And I mean, 
that that's, probably a majority, huh? I say that's why I like Steve McGraw. He's bringing Mister Guns and Gear. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've never. I don't think I've ever heard of him really per I, se. I never heard of him then. really until then. But then I went I went to Twitter. And I was like, follow him, and then it's like, if you like him, you'll like all these people. And I was just, and, and then there's literally a button you can hit where you follow it just follows all, all of them. And I was like, and, oh. and so now my timeline's just guns. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? This is a happier Twitter than I have seen in a while <laughs> because there's less idiots there. <laughs> well, yes. In well, different ways. <laughs> well, less idiots, like, when yes. I'm saying, like, the people that I, like, not the responses, but, like, the actual people. Right. The actual okay. people gotcha, are less gotcha. are less stupid than, yeah. like, David Hogg and, yeah, his his wonderful thing. I, you said you saw my response to him on Twitter, right? Was that, that was, that was him that posted that, wasn't it? So he posted, David Hogg posted, we need to counter this false idea all gun owners are opposed to gun reform. If you're a gun owner who supports stronger gun laws, retweet this and reply with what, with uh, why you support more laws. I didn't retweet it, but I replied to him and I oh, said, okay. I, I support, this. I support more laws, gun laws. I think everyone should be trained on how to use a firearm properly. Yes. And uh, yeah, that it, would be lovely. Yeah. So I sent that. Obviously, I'm not expecting a notification from him or his friendly uh, ilk that don't know how to think so properly ilk. <laughs> ilk. <laughs> yeah it also uh, yeah because he, he got into a whole harvard before the march for our lives things after the parkland shooting in florida because he was uh, a student there so uh, at the time the, the yeah the narrative of he if he was on campus or not during the shooting that's murky he claims he was but our people say no you weren't based on these other things so whatever don't care. He was a student there at the time when it happened, right? So right. he's like, yeah, he's on this March for Life. That's how he got into Harvard, basically, because they're like, oh, you did so much great with things. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, you don't qualify to come here, but hey, which I don't know. I can't say that, but eh, it's hog. He he tweets nonsense, stupid <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I've never I've never <laughs> seen anything from this guy before. Yeah, he's. Followed him. I keep. Like muting him, but somehow he still pops up on my Twitter feed timeline. Sneaking in there, Elon, fix that, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he did that, and of course, Jerry rig everything. Replied, it's like, oh yeah, I own more guns and ammo than some countries. <laughs> I doubt it first. Um, that's that's a ton. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like, suppose it's been. Uh, I, that, that's yeah. hyperbole. I know. I get it. I I get what he's saying. He goes, I fully support background checks. You know what? That's already the law. Okay, cool. Right. Um. And then he goes, I support banning the AR-15. I'm like, why? No, yeah. Why? Red flag laws? Yeah, that's just causing all sorts of fun there. That's a dangerous one. And then support the well-regulated portion of the Second Amendment. Obviously, he doesn't know his history because he doesn't know what well-regulated meant back at the time when it was written. Well-regulated. It doesn't mean like what we think of it nowadays with well-regulated. Well-regulated is where we uh, now we think of like a orderly formation type of thing. Back when it was written, well-regulated meant, hey, you just know how to shoot and control your firearm. I hate how... Words change? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, that's oof-da. So That's a peeve for me. So coming up, so by the time this releases, this would have already happened. April 4th, they're trying to you know, be political and they're trying to do all this stuff. And so they're going to walk out of their schools and walk out and protest guns and all that. And he's trying to get people to walk out of their jobs and everything too. I'm like, 
people have been replying to him like, yeah, we have responsibilities. This is the real world. We can't do your childish games. Anyway. <laughs> Good. He's like, go away. So I was like, yeah, it's like this hog guy just, he, he's gonna, he's gonna be a politician for life. That's what he is already. He's a politician and he's just gonna be one for life. And the problem is he doesn't like to learn. But I, what I love is Donut Operator follows him just to, just to troll him. Good job, Donut. <laughs> I, I don't awesome. have, en- I don't have enough patience to sit there and troll him all day because no, because I'm eventually I would get so sarcastic and it just crazy that it, it would just go bad where I'd be like, oh, who hurt you, Buttercup? <laughs> well, now he knows. <laughs> well, yeah, we've known for a while who hurt him, but so that all happened, right? And then this, I, oh, boy. I this got posted by NBC News to okay. YouTube. So I'm going to play it with the understanding that this guy posted originally to his own like TikTok, probably whatever. And then okay. NBC News picked it up. So NBC News might flag it. I might have to remove it. Blah, blah, blah. We'll see. I'm going to try to include it. But all right. I'm just going to play this and um, see what I happens. Think, I think it's bleeped out. About to find out. Yeah. If not, I'll bleep it. Y'all had enough yet? In Nashville, three kids so far have been pronounced dead. Three adults have been pronounced dead from a f-ing school goddamn shooting. When is enough enough? If this doesn't make you sick to your f-ing stomach, then you're a piece of shit. F-ing babies, man. Y'all had enough. Well, I mean, I guess at least I'm not a POS because it did make me sick to my stomach. Yeah, it makes me sick to my stomach too. But the problem is, like me and you and this guy and people we're, who think like him have two same. different <laughs> ideas of how to fix this solution. Right. What the solution is to the problem. Their, their main thing is it's the guns, it's the guns, it's the guns. Mm-hmm. It's not the guns. You know what it is? It's the people. The people and lack of uh, security steps with... It, if we don't change people, when I say change people, if we don't change this degeneracy that's continuing on in the United States where anything you want to do is fine, everything is okay. What, what I mean is everyone is their own. If you really look at U.S. society as a whole, well, in, in all honesty, we treat everyone like they're their own gods that they can never do wrong, that they have to follow their heart, do what is good to them, and they have to make their own little magic and everything. There is no baseline set of morals, baseline set of decency anymore. Because little Johnny gets to do whatever little Johnny wants, no matter what. And... It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely gone to whatever makes you happy and what, and to some degree, we just have to sit back and be okay with it. But at the same time, we can't because there are rules and laws that have to be followed, but are slowly getting, that's, uh, that's what I just don't understand. According to a lot of these people, not anymore. Yeah. They could do whatever they want without any consequence. 
Well, and then we wonder why society is continuing to go down the drain like it is. Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, why, why, why are you hesitating? I, I just, I, I, I mean, even if there was, um, I guess back in the day, like there's still obviously crime and stuff like that. Like we weren't this, I guess, progressive and weird since the beginning. Obviously, we still have tragedies like this. Right. I, I'm not saying that society in the past was perfect utopian thing. Right. No. Where, where we never had anything wrong. But there seems to be, and maybe this is maybe just me showing my age, okay? And becoming <laughs> the grumpy old man, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> but it seems to me that it's like since the early, not early, mid-90s, where this whole concept of do what you want, whatever makes you happy, regardless of what anyone else says, follow your heart. Yeah. Do, do all that. Do all that crap. Right. Since we started doing that, and then we haven't pushed back because we said, "Oh, yeah, you want to switch your teacher? Cool, go ahead, because that's what you want to do, little Johnny, or yeah. or, or whatever." Right. You know, the, we we call them Karens now. But that's become so popular, Karen doesn't even hold any weight anymore. You used to hold some weight at the beginning, but now anymore, just it's whatever. just kind of like expected. But all that, and we don't push back, and we just let society continue to encroach further and further and further towards this relativistic society, right. which well, we've talked about before, the relativistic Yeah, and there's going to be no law and order at some point. Because look, we go, well, now we're not going to, you know, like, look for a California, for example. We're not going to prosecute if it's under so much because that's unfair. We don't want to be discriminatory in the law on that. And it's just like, but those are rules. The rules are in place for a reason. And just because it's under X amount of dollars, you can just steal without repercussions. Great. How's that going to cause chaos in the future? You're thinking about the short-term immediate thing versus the long-term effects on society as a whole. And now you got like, was it Walmart pulling out of Portland completely because of all the the stealing at the stores and that? <laughs> so the, it's like, yeah, you, um, as the children like to say in, oh, jeez, <laughs> why, why are you going? Children. Yeah, I, I, I call anyone 20 or under children. It, it, it's fair. They're children because she's Louise, I'm, about to hit 40 here <laughs> next month. Wow. That's not that far off. Anyways, I'm going to say this because there's no other way to say it because I have heard this phrase so much and it's usually from the younger generation. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to say the, obviously the full phrasing, but you, you'll understand what I mean. F around and find out. Mm. You, you know that phrase, right? Yeah. Okay. And I keep hearing that over and over. And guess what? We're starting to find out now because we haven't been laying down that law. There's been no discipline. There's been no consequences for actions yet, really. And it's funny because as soon, as soon as you said that, it brought me back to another thing that I've, I've heard this Jamal Bowman say, um, where it's your freedom should not be based on your bank account. 
We need to end cash bail. How stupid is that? What's his name? Jamal what? Jamal Bowman. He's the United States representative. J-M-A-L. Yeah. uh, All right. No, yeah, that sounds, I think I've read something like that and it probably was him on Twitter. Probably. So it, it probably was, I probably did see it. I just didn't recognize the name. Right. Off the top of my head. It's just, at what point do you just want to make it, I don't know. I mean, you're just giving people at most just a, a mean glare. Be like, Hey, that wasn't cool. Or probably shouldn't have done that, but whatever, go about your day, do what you want at the end of the day. It's <sighs> yeah. It, it was funny is I put funny in quotes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's talking about all this stuff and, um, sorry, I, I pulled up Bowman's, uh, yeah. Twitter oh, account yeah. and he's, and he's like retweeting David Hogg. Oh, so for sure. it made me think of this here. David Hogg posted uh, a study that I don't have. An, I didn't pin it, so I can't go back and just pull it up here. Okay. But I wrote back to him. I was like, oh, did Harvard fail you on math? Oh, no. <laughs> so Uh-oh. this was part one of two of our conversation regarding the Nashville shooting. So next week, we'll talk more about what we can do. And Aaron brings up an interesting question about how far is too far and at what point do Christians maybe need to not rebel, but take a more firm stand and not just comply. And at what point is that? And until we get to that point, what do we do with the gun laws? Do we go in a boating accident or do we actually turn over our guns if that is the law of the land? So join us next week as we talk about that.